This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi guys, it's Emma. And Maggie. And welcome back to another episode of Love You Bye. Our guest today is someone who we're so excited to have on. I've been so excited about this and it's honestly been something that we've wanted to do for a while and we can't wait to get into all the conversations and questions that we have. So please welcome today's guest, Paige Lorenz. Hi guys, this is so exciting. (laughs) It's kind of crazy because I've known you guys for so long and we've never actually all sat down and recorded something okay I feel like our friendship is not social media like we when no. we're like with each other it's not like okay like let's film Phones let's do away. this let's do this it's like yeah. we hang out so yes. this is our first time actually doing something for the public I'm so excited and before we get into the episode we're gonna start off with the peak in the pit of the week Paige we do this every single episode we talk about one obviously peak and then one pit that you had during that week and we share it and that's something that we do at the beginning of every single episode so if you want to start it off and go first okay take it away this is a pretty easy one and like nothing too like crazy I just had a Friendsgiving so that was my peak and I saw Emma and my friends that was really cool that I had everyone to my house mainly from New York City since I had left New York so that was really cool and my pit was my boyfriend leaving this morning oh yeah where'd he go I know he went back to Florida he has to train um Um, tennis players don't have any off time so he kind of always has to be training and he can't train in Connecticut so we had to go back to Florida when do you get to see him next like after going to Switzerland on the 5th and then after I get back so like over a week oh my gosh oh my god so he lives in Florida yeah well that's fun that you can like go visit him and it's somewhere warm totally so it is really nice especially because winters in New England can tend to be a little bit tough like I love this season super into it but the months where there's no snow and it's just cold gray and cold gray and it gets dark at like four (laughs) o'clock yeah yeah but I love it here when it's snowy and cold but like ugly gray and cold is not like not so Uh -uh. yeah yeah I feel that Maggie do you want to go next sure okay I'm gonna start off with my pit honestly (laughs) because I just want to get it out of the way guys this is so embarrassing like I can't even believe that I'm gonna be saying this and people are gonna (laughs) be hearing me say So today is December 1st, which is the first day of Vlogmas and it's the busiest time of year. And I just feel like for me, the past like few weeks has been crazy. And I think yesterday I just got really excited for Vlogmas and our first episode of the podcast officially launched yesterday and I decided to celebrate with Graydon and we were drinking champagne and then we decided to go out and get drinks after and one thing led to another and I woke up this morning on my bathroom floor and I don't know how I got there like I literally think that I might have got in my bed and I was like I don't feel good like I don't want to like be in my bed right now like I needed something like cold cold guys I was slept on the bathroom floor with a blanket 
No, I don't know. And I, just I wish I could say it. I haven't done that, but I've definitely I've been there. Yeah, and I was just like, oh my god, did this really happen to me on the first? I woke list? up with I woke up with a wedding ring on my finger. What? Your Wait. fake wedding ring was on. Oh my, my god, finger. the fake I one that I bought off Amazon. I was like, why do I have a rock on my finger? Wait, Wait Maggie, really did you start your vlog from the floor of the bathroom being like, <laughs> hey guys? I wish. You should I really yeah. wish I did. I couldn't even find my purse. I was <laughs> like, how did this happen? Literally, it was Wednesday night dinner and we were making fried chicken sandwiches. And like, then I woke up on the bathroom floor. But I feel so much better. Like, I took a shower and I just like had a good morning that was a low but anyway um what is my peak probably that honestly i started using a new face wash and it has made my skin like clear up and i've just been struggling with my skin for like a really long time and it's something that i'm like so self-conscious about and i started using this new cleanser by oca oca what is that brand OC? like OC? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know. But I started using a cleanser by them. And honestly, I had like really inflamed skin and like all of the inflammation went down. And I am really happy about that. So that's my peak. Love that. I'd have to say my pit is that, I mean, I did go out with you and Graydon last night to get drinks, a couple. And I woke up and I went to go FaceTime one of my friends and then I accidentally started FaceTiming a guy no that I wasn't so oh, oh. wait wait why is it that like you can call someone on FaceTime for two seconds and two it actually seconds, calls they still them? get the notification that's what I'm oh, saying yeah. they don't give you any buffer they give you I, zero my buffer heart, I still have I'm very anxious right now because I literally pressed FaceTime to him no. and I no, was really upset to FaceTime him and he's going to think I'm a bad like I'm crazy he's going to think I'm crazy I have a pit for you <laughs> yeah and then and anyway, why do i so, feel like i know who it is <laughs> you know you know who it is i know why do i feel like it's you but i called monday night or oops <laughs> like he's gonna be like wait why is no 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 no, no i obviously couldn't be like hey sorry didn't mean to call you like that's just so awkward i ate it and i just had to leave anyway um my peak would have to be um the fact that it was sunny today i just really enjoyed that it was sunny really woke up and sun oh it's sunny over here oh okay. well this morning i went outside and i walked to get coffee and i could feel the sun on my skin which was nice. Emma, you're a literal solar panel. Like I've never met someone that like you and the sun. Like yeah, are my wrong. skin needs to touch the sun, or else yeah. like I just don't feel joy. I know, literally. <laughs> so, which you know, anyway. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
So let's get into the episode. I think that we should start off, Paige, you can introduce yourself, where you grew up, and where you live now, and just kind of tell us about you. So I'm Paige. I'm originally from Connecticut, but I grew up mainly going to school in Vermont. I was a ski racer, lived up in the mountains until college, quit ski racing, moved to New York City, became an influencer. And I've moved around a lot, honestly. Like I say, I lived in New York City, but I honestly have lived in every, I feel like, major city in the United States, like besides the Midwest. But I'm in Connecticut now and I love it. I have like my own house now and I'm super happy. That was like the worst intro, but uh, my story is so complicated. When people ask me where I'm from, I'm like, I feel like you've lived in so many different places and uh, like so met. I feel like you've been literally everywhere. everywhere. Oh, everywhere. No, I know. Where was no, your no, favorite no, place that all. you've lived? Technically, uh, in theory, I think the quality of life is the highest in California. Mm-hmm. And like the weather and the, the, it's crazy how you can go from surfing in the morning to being in the mountains in the afternoon to being in the desert. Like they have it all. California has it all. The food, the freshness of the food. People like the workouts, love. like the walking. Um, yeah, and the fact that there's surfing. Like, I was surfing in the morning and horseback riding in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. The reality is, is that as much as I love California, it is just never going to be home, ever. And it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't feel like home to me. Growing up in New England, I think you guys can probably, like, resonate with this, is that California feels like there's nothing about it that's homey to me. Mm-mm. I feel like you're an East Coast girl. I am. I, totally. I, I, and I think that, I don't know. Yeah, the older I get, the more I'm so proud of where I'm from. And I think that's a really cool thing to like have a lot of pride for whatever. And people like, oh, wait, this is also another tangent. But when I moved to Connecticut, people were so surprised by my content, how pretty Connecticut was. And they're like, this isn't the Connecticut that I know. I'll go, yeah, I'm not in Bridgeport or St- like Stanford, which is a little more city and a little less like cottagey and cute and coastal Connecticut is absolutely gorgeous and I think why there's this misunderstanding of like where where even are you where are you living because I didn't know Connecticut looked like this is that no influencers live in Connecticut no influencers Mm -hmm. even live in the Cape so like when people are like wow the Cape is so gorgeous people who have never been they're so surprised by that I'm from Connecticut and how beautiful and like there's so like a lot of horses and barns and really old beautiful houses and I think the reason why people are so confused is because it's just not documented there are no movies on Connecticut besides Gilmore Girls like there's nothing on Connecticut but like Connecticut is seriously like one of my favorite places because it's on the water um close to New York but not like in New York and close to major airports and I love the season mm-hmm. so I love, I love it that I love that you moved there and are showing your life like not in a city because I feel like with social media nowadays everybody lives in New York everybody lives in LA and they do all do the same things go to the same restaurants go to events all the yeah. time you are just living your most like authentic and like wholesome life and just doing like what makes you happy and I feel like the fact that you did that and you made that move this year I really think is gonna like inspire a lot of other creators and make other people realize like wait why am I actually living in a city if I don't want to like I feel like people when they become influencers you feel like you need to live in a city because Uh there's so much going on with events and work and stuff and you just have more to show but I feel like you're gonna like start a trend of people like moving back to their home. Well, that's really sweet. 
I feel like I wish I saw someone do what I did this year, like four years ago, because yeah. I, I really felt like I had to be in New York. And it was actually my, I went to Nantucket with my family and we grew up going to Nantucket and I went with my family for two weeks this summer. And I noticed I was really working hard on like making content every single day. And I realized my content when I'm in a house and doing things that I love, I was like cooking, going to the farmer's market. I was surfing. I was going to the beach. I was like, this is what they want to see. Like every single day, all of that content was getting a crazy positive reaction, way more positive than any of my New York content. And I was like, okay, like I can do this. And I think people don't realize that. They want to be able to you know? see like everyday stuff. I feel like you think, okay, well, I need to show all of these crazy things because this is my job. But at the same time, like yeah. really people are like, so you sick don't. Of seeing that. Mm -hmm. They're so sick of seeing people like don't products shoved in your face and like, yeah going out to dinner every single night, like just things that like aren't relatable. Everybody, right. like they really love like the wholesome at home, like cooking content and yeah. stuff like that. I love that. And how did you begin being an influencer? Like how did you decide that you wanted that to be like your career path? Because now you have a brand, Dairy Boy, which is so amazing that you've been able to take your platform and your audience and then create such, such a successful brand from it. Like I literally see people in Boston that I don't even know walking around and they are wearing like the first sweatshirts that you came out with. Our like brother the brother photo. This I summer. see people all the time yeah. wearing them. And like how I mean, did you I love that. decide that you wanted to even get started with being a content creator? Because I know that you grew so up skiing and i feel like yeah that's like two completely different completely things opposite it's funny because in the skiing surfing outdoor action outdoor world like people take a lot of video but it's a lot of like gopro video and stuff so when i was younger i was always making these skiing edits like these videos to music and with us skiing and on the mountain and i always had a bunch of cameras um and i was always taking photos and making videos but it wasn't for anything it was honestly just for like my friends and i and to I don't know. I always just was really into visual stuff, visual art, like photography, video, uh, graphic stuff. And I feel like I was when I moved to New York City, there weren't like a group of New York influencers. It was like a few big names and then no one was really doing it. So I feel like I saw a space for like I saw a space for me because I was like and now there are so many. But when I especially started, with TikTok. Like, mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, TikTok, that's a whole other thing that's been really cool for me because I actually like video more than photos. So editing and making vlogs for TikTok has been so fun for me. But I honestly just kept doing what I was doing in high school, but I actually started sharing. And I'm like a big curator. Like I love curating my space, my home, my everything. So I started doing that. And Honestly, when I started getting followers was when my stuff was getting posted to Pinterest. Mm -hmm. I also just feel like I, I got in before TikTok and I got in like before, which you guys did too, like before a wave where like people started feeling more inspired to be more like creative and share, which I think is so cool. Like now so many people are doing it. But when I started, it was like not that cool. And people would like judge me and stuff and be like, no one cares. Like, why are you sharing? Why are you posting so many photos of just yourself? Like you're whatever. And I never really cared, which is also cool because like I went to school with my graduating class was like 12 kids. So oh, I honestly like, didn't have enough people, like not enough people were hating on me where I like, I didn't have people like in my ear being like, you know, judging me until like yeah. I started growing. But I feel like because my circle was so small, I was able to kind of just like try it. Like I just tried it and it worked, which is really nice. And I feel really lucky. And then I kind of just kept 
going with it and stayed consistent, which I think you guys can also relate to. Like you guys have stayed consistent since you were in high school. And I think that's now like you are where you are because of that consistency and that hard work. And I honestly have the most respect for people who do video on socials because I know how much harder it is. And yeah, I think YouTube also was big for me. Although my YouTube wasn't huge, it like created this kind of cult following of people who felt like they really, really knew me. YouTube shows a completely different side of your life. That's like it deep dives into, which it's great to just like post on TikTok and Instagram because TikTok's like such a short little clip of like three minutes. But I feel like your vlogs, people love seeing that because it shows a lot more of your life, which is like you yeah. have such just like a special, like unique life because you're just just the way that you are and the things that you're into and what you like to do isn't like I don't know many people who like are into horseback riding but also like get up and can go ski down a mountain really fast and like do all this like crazy stuff but also like be such like a funny person so I feel like that your YouTube does very 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 well and you need to start posting more on it I know imagine I just like did vlogmas like I decided like right do now it and I'm like starting it <laughs> no like actually like start right now <laughs> no like literally and how did you get started with your brand Dairy Boy like how did that idea come about because I feel like it's been so successful and people really love it and I feel like it's very mm-hmm. unique like it's not something that anyone like has ever done and it's yeah, just really it's weird. cool it is cool and I always say like the people that get it get it and the people that don't don't because I do get like a lot of questions like what is this <laughs> and there is a story behind it so I, I went through a phase two two summers ago summer and a half ago I don't know like it was sometime like over a year ago where I was talking a lot of my stories like I was talking to the camera and I remember just like I was getting coffee one morning and I was like I was experimenting with some diets to see what made my body feel better and I tried oat milk and I was like guys this is so gross like because I'm the type of girl that will like have a glass of milk like in the morning like it's like you know people think that's like actually jail but I was like, this is so gross, guys. I'm sorry. Like, I'm not doing this. And I was like, it's Dairy Girl Summer. Because it was Hot Girl Summer. That was the summer of Hot Girl Summer. And I was like, it's Dairy Girl Summer. Then, like, two people responded and were like, can you put this on a hat? And I was like, yeah. And I made one for myself. It's like, yeah, it is Dairy Girl Summer. Like, I like cheese. I drink regular milk. And, like, why is it, like, a crime that I can't have, like, a glass of milk? Like, you guys are weird. Like, I don't know. I also started doing, like, a little bit of, like, research into the alternatives and how unhealthy a lot of them are. If you don't mm-hmm. do it, like, drink the proper ones um so yeah dairy girl summer and then i made the hat and then this company reached out to me that does merch and i wasn't even planning on doing merch and they were like do you want us to basically manufacture this for you and get you a website and whatever and i was like okay i had to put no stake into it i was like all right launched it sold like over a thousand of these hats and then i was like okay we're on to something like <laughs> the girls get it and i was also like it was really cool because at that point i realized like my followers are a lot like honestly a lot of girls that didn't live in a major city a lot of girls that weren't following a lot of the la like trendy diets and even when i have steak on my story people are like thank you for posting red meat i'm like guys i'm not like reinventing the wheel here but you're welcome but like <laughs> you know um but yeah I think it was refreshing for people to see just a girl like not having like a skinny oat milk whatever and then I really liked it looking at it Vermont is like a state with a ton of farms and a lot of dairy farms and I was like this is cool I like this I like dairy girl I like this makes me feel like at home like then even though the name I was like I like feel connected to it and then I kind of just kept going with it and I always wanted to start a brand. I just didn't know what that was going to be called. I was thinking something with my last name, but then I didn't really like that. And I always wanted to make boyfriend kind of clothes and jeans because 
as an athlete, I was always wearing like just the baggiest, most comfy stuff. But I wanted to make a brand that, you know, girls who looked at something and were like, I could never pull that off. I could never wear those baggy jeans. We'll put them on and be like, I actually can. I loved brand names like Goop or like boyish. And I liked the kind of tomboy, like random ring word, like a word that means something that is completely removed. So I was like, okay, I like this, but I didn't want Dairy Girl because I'm not like super girly. And I loved Dairy Boy. It's just like, there's an evolution, you know? But I liked boy because I liked the tomboy kind of word like the word boy I preferred over girl as a brand so yeah that's and now we're here and now I just like did a camel hat drop yesterday which was awesome and the camel yeah, hats are my favorite thing in the world yeah those Maggie, ones are really one. really cool they're so and good what do you have planned or do you envision wait hold on let me say that what's something that you want to do next with your brand like how do you see it evolving over the next say like five years so i've been in the process of making and like designing denim so actually like have a sample behind me i'm making denim and i'm making like the first one i'm gonna launch is like boyfriend jeans uh i had no idea like what it took i have so much respect now the sampling the buttons like the details that go into making something crazy but yeah i'm gonna be launching denim hopefully in a few months um and i really want to do denim like i think denim is the coolest thing ever like for me my my what i'm most like proud of in my closet is like the vintage and good denim i've collected my whole life um but like no there's nothing to me that makes me feel more confident than a jean that fits me well so i really wanted to get into that space um i also love how universal denim is everyone wears denim our dads wear denim you know workers wear denim fashion people wear denim and it's just very all-encompassing and universal and i just denim's a really cool thing i'm really into it and i feel like it suits my personality so that's where the brand is going right now so that's cool I love that. That's, That's so, so exciting. exciting. I feel like also when you think of people who create content and like influencers when they come out with a brand, I feel like nobody has ever done that like denim. And I feel like it's just so different. Yeah. It really sets you apart from everybody else. I looked I at the like space and I was like, who else has done this? Like Khloe Kardashian has good American, you know, and but I felt like there's a, a place for me in the industry, you know, like I felt like there was an opportunity there. Like not many, not an influencer has really done denim. And I feel like it's going to be really cool because it's going to have your vibe to it because I yeah. feel like I have like my brand... tattoo is on it. This is a sample. Like this is oh. my tattoo. Oh so my like, God, I love that. So like it's the same as like this. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I so like it's going to be like very special and detail oriented. I feel like I'm the so fit excited. is going to be amazing. Yeah, you guys are going to die. You guys like, Honestly, when I picture the people, like my people in them, it's it's you too. So. Oh my god, yay. Um, I can't wait. I know, I'm so excited. I guess we can switch things up a little bit since I feel like everybody now knows who you are, what you do all about your brand we can get a little bit more like personal and just about like yeah. life so i guess well we should talk about how we met first of all yes i feel like people would be i want to so hear confused. everyone's story on this <laughs> <laughs> because i feel like it just is one of those things where we didn't meet because we were all influencers i feel like it just no. was so random your pictures used to come up like it must have been when you were going viral on pinterest because i would see your pictures and i remember i think i said to emma i'm like oh i saw this girl went to this place in new york and you had like tagged something and i was like i saved this picture like we need to go here and i think you took a picture and it was like you in a bathroom somewhere in the city and i was like 
I love this girl's vibe. She's so cool. Emma goes, wait, I follow her. Like I saw her picture. No, hey, too, and I was like, and so, oh my God. This was back in then, like 2000, maybe 2019. No, this was like 2018, yeah. yeah, 2018, 2019 time. 2018. Yeah. Because long time ago. I, when I first found Paige, it was my first time ever talking to an athlete. And that athlete was in the same industry as like someone that you had been dating in the past. And so a lot of the times I feel like girlfriends like know of each other. Yeah, it's a small world. Very small world. Yeah. Very small. You started coming up on like my explore page on Instagram. You like weren't an influencer yet. You had a like couple thousand followers and I was like, who's this girl? Like she's so cool she has the most amazing vibe ever like you're just so pretty so then I followed you and then we just started like messaging each other and we had some stuff in common and I was like okay and like I remember I would like ask you for advice like I would go to you for advice we were like pen pals yes like (laughs) we would text we would reply to each other's stories like we would give each other recommendations for things like I'd ask you for advice and blah 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 and then we ended up meeting for the first time in Miami like a few months probably like six months later or something so So random when you were in Miami we happened to be in Miami at the same time yeah and I'm never in Miami like I've been to Miami I think like four times since like in my life four times so that was so random we also like met and like we'd known each other for our whole lives like we were yeah, like i know like, hey, it felt so normal and so real yeah then we lived together <laughs> yeah i feel like we're the type of people that like are so not like we're bad at plans but like we shoot from the hip so like to pin us down is kind of tough sometimes like I, you I know, know what i'm saying like oh it's no so, it's like so always hard. doing something and it doesn't mean we don't love each other it's just like i don't know what my weeks look like half the time like oh, where i'm never. gonna be or what i'm gonna be doing so when you and i lived together it was like i was already living out there and then you had come out for an for an event for for, was, a like, oh, for like yeah, three for, days literally for three days yeah. and then you're like nope i'm staying and then you stayed and we ended up living together for three months and then after that we like went back and did our thing yeah and- wait but it was so funny i want to say when you guys you guys followed me i thought at the same time i just remember maybe this was like a dream but like i remember like looking at and i wasn't an influencer i think i maybe had like ten thousand, nine thousand followers and i'm just like seeing and then we got on maggie McDonald followed me and i feel like i had heard your name but i wasn't a youtube watcher and i was like i clicked on your profile and i like, oh, was like oh my god these girls are so cool like they just followed <laughs> me i was like oh my god i was literally like i think I like, yeah i was like yeah i was so excited i just loved you guys and i felt like immediately when i followed you guys back i was like i feel like these would be like my people i also loved that you guys were boston like that to me was the coolest thing yeah because you were born here and- right yeah, I was born yeah. in Newton. So I love New England. So to see influencers that were following me that were so successful, because you guys were already big and successful and cool and had similar style to me. I was like, what? you inspired me kind of. Honestly, like, it's interesting. You know, when you meet people and you don't realize like how they may have affected your life, because you don't think about it like that. But looking back, yeah. I definitely feel like you guys inspired me to like even start a YouTube channel and continue to be a content creator. Because you don't see many people from New England doing it. You see a lot of people from LA and made like those major cities doing it. So that definitely inspired me. So that's cool. Oh my God. I never I'm knew glad. That. I know. I never knew that either, but I'm glad that it <laughs> did because like you are so amazing and love you. I love you. While we're on the topic of like friendships and relationships right now, I feel like with your relationship, like you're very open about it. And you post your boyfriend all the time and you guys are so cute together. Um, How do you deal with being long distance with him and just 
not living in the same city. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. It's tough, but I honestly feel like he has such a unique job. So he's a professional tennis player and they have a really interesting season. They don't have an off season really. And they are in Europe for like half of the year traveling and they're never really they're just always on the go. I didn't know anything about tennis, honestly, and how crazy their schedule is. But what's cool for me is that I'm now living in Connecticut in a slower paced town. And I feel like just kind of cool timing with it all where I love being home and I love being here. But I also love that now I can go and travel with him and go to places that I wouldn't necessarily go and and experience Europe and, and see and watch him and support him and have a home base that I really love. We're going to be like traveling quite a bit, which I'm excited about because I feel like in your 20s is kind of when you're supposed to do that. Like I want a family and I want to have kids. So, and they also like retire at kind of a younger age. So I don't mind right now. Like we're doing our own thing, but I'm also going to be with him a lot. Um, And when I'm here and I'm alone, I feel like I get a lot done and I'm doing my own thing and I'm riding horses and I'm busy. And then when we're together, we're like traveling or doing cool things. So it's working, it's working. And he's also just, incredibly supportive and not toxic so that makes it really easy I've tried to do long distance and it just doesn't work sometimes when people are not evolved and emotionally mature so I never like recommend long distance but I think it's it's, like situational um since I have a business and I have my own life and so does he like I think we both stay so busy and we both have such a healthy relationship that it works um but honestly like Paige two years ago I don't think I would be able to like have handled that so yeah just I think you have to be honest with yourself and honest of where you're at that's why it works for us but it wasn't like wouldn't have always been like that and especially because he is so great. I mean, I've never met him, but it just looks like you guys have such a healthy relationship. And it makes yeah. me happy for you because I know that you've been through a lot. And yeah. like you really deserve just to be with somebody who's going to be supportive and just love you. And yeah, I don't know, it just it's makes funny. So my happy. mom and I were talking. Thank you. My mom and I were talking the other day. It's pretty crazy how like I wouldn't take away anything that I've been through and like any like loser that I've dated like if it means that this is where I'm at like if I'm now like living this life like in this house with my boy like having the boyfriend that I have and the life that I have and the friends that I have like I would do it all again and that's crazy because like I have been through like some awful relationships and just like been with bad people so that's pretty cool you know like that's cool for me as like an adult now to like look at it like that like you have to go through it and you have to go through dating bad people and also like loving people and going through heartbreak and um like moving on from things and so yeah it's it's cool that I'm finally in a place where I can be like everything that happened happened for a reason so that's cool one of my favorite quotes is everything happens for you not to you And it's so true because people I feel like sometimes when you're dealing with things in the moment you don't realize like how much it's teaching you in the long run and just to kind of be aware of it and just grateful for like all the ups and downs because it really does yeah lead you to where you're meant to be because you're supposed to learn so many lessons and grow and change and I swear when I love that quote brings you on the right path yeah I think that the worst thing that you can do to yourself is like, and I, this is something I also have had to learn is like not feeling bad for yourself. And just like, you guys are all really tough girls. So I feel like you've probably also had to deal with this, but like not feeling bad for yourself, like picking yourself up and like keep it moving and, and just like realizing that it's happening like for you and not to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important because being a girl can be like brutal sometimes. So yeah, it can. Yeah.
Okay, do you want to do the Q&A? I'm so curious what people asked. <laughs> oh my god, so I posted a question box on my story and got so many questions. Like, the, it was flooded. Everyone is so curious, and there's so many things that people want to know. So let's get into the question segment of today's podcast. All these questions were sent in by you guys, and they were really, really good. The first one, we just have to get this out of the way, first of all. like <laughs> I've been seeing this okay. this was like a very reoccurring question and i've seen this question on tiktok people have I made tiktoks about this okay. we've talked about this before but we have to oh, share I think I know. I think I know. how do you find so many hot <laughs> men like i just like what is this yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i'm gonna start off by saying honestly being an influencer does not hurt i first of all can reach a lot of people and think about like all the girls that follow us and like obviously girls got girls talk about the girls that they follow and love so you're like i have a reach of amount of people like a certain audience and then my i post photos of myself in my life and it's basically like a portfolio for who you are and <laughs> your style and you're like you know like i'm posting my high highlight reel essentially <laughs> so it's basically like a dating app like i think instagram is like a dating app um, yeah, it's Instagram. Like it's Instagram. Also now this is really interesting. Influencers are now like very much integrated in like the New York city, uh, fashion, like space, like these parties that I got was getting invited to when I was living in New York and the, the things that I was going to, everyone hangs out. Like for example, like dated a hockey player. They all go out to the same club when they come to the city. You know, it's, it's a small place. Like mm -hmm. whether it was a party or a club, like I feel like every year there are the cool trendy spots and that's kind of where everyone's going. Um, I'm also really good at putting myself in optimal positions to like, if I, if I'm single and I want to be going on dates, like I have a roster and I'm like, <laughs> no, for real. And I'm putting myself in the most optimal positions. Like I'm going out and I'm getting dressed up with my friends. Like I'm not feeling bad for myself. Like I'm going to be at bars, socializing, going to the parties, doing the things and putting myself out there. Like I'm very good at putting myself out there. I also feel like, yeah, is that like a good answer? No, that's a good answer. Cause that's I feel like exactly you've seen me like, put myself out that's there. That's what like, you do. I will go out and dance. Like I, you are I'll, the, like, do the thing. Yeah. You, you do the thing. And even when, thing. when we live together in LA, like I saw you do the thing and like yeah. we did the thing and it was just like mm -hmm. the, people that we would see the people that we'd hang out with it was like well I never knew that I even was like had that reach until like you showed me that we do yeah and then we did it and I was like oh my gosh like the power that it holds that just like going to these places and like showing face yeah I think it's about like you have to be social you can't you have to put yourself out there mm -hmm. and we were doing that in LA LA is also so different and crazy because they're all house parties and mm -hmm. you end up showing up to these house parties and you're like well, there's David Dobrik. Like, this is crazy. No, there's <laughs> like, literally well, especially like when you're from New England, right? I also don't view myself as a celebrity. So yeah. the LA influencers and the LA YouTubers, like the OGs, are all like legitimate celebrities. Like mm -hmm. whatever. Like that's just LA is a little bit more Hollywood in that way. Whereas like the influencers, I think, do refer to themselves as celebrities, whereas we don't. So when we were in our space in LA, it happens to be with a lot of people. But like honestly, because a lot of people ask, like, how do you pull like a day? 
elevated people in the public eye. I honestly would say like, don't do that. For me, like, I don't even consider athletes are, but like, I also don't really consider them like celebrities. And their lives are very private to an extent. Yeah. And like, I just like it like a dude. Like I like a normal dude, but like, I like a dude who's really good at what he does. And I also like, like athletic people. So that's like my type, honestly. Like I like athletic, successful people, like so professional athlete. Like it's funny, like I did a YouTube video with my mom and she like was like, I was like, mom, what's my type? She was like, brunette, tall, athletic. If you're a professional athlete, wouldn't hurt. Like that's a bonus, whatever. Just like basically like summed up who Tommy is. So it's like really funny. People are like, oh, your page goes again, whatever. I'm like, what? The girls don't want to have a type. Or even like Kendall Jenner being with some basketball players. It's really funny. It's like, I actually applaud her for it because she is a type and she's able to like pull these men. Like, I'm also like, I've never forced anyone to date me, you know? Like, yeah, I have a type. If you want to like hang out with me, if you want to spend time with me and get to know me, then decide you want to date me. That's on them. And I think that that's not a lot of girls like would come out and say that. It's also really funny because a lot of these guys, and I'm not even talking about my boyfriend, but look at who a lot of these people are dating. Like my ex-boyfriend, right? Who was a hockey player. His ex-girlfriend was uh, like a model or an influencer. And so was I. So like, you know, like we're all they in the same space. Too. And it, they, yeah. yeah, like they have a type too. And it's not exclusive to a sport. I just like actually like people like who are athletic. Like I think yeah. it's hot. So um, especially I think because I was an athlete and I think like Emma, you can relate to that. Like when you're at, at such a high level of a sport, I think you just like think differently. I often get along with girls really well who were on like, like we're on a team or who had to like work really hard and push their body to that, that level because I think it also creates like discipline and oh you just yeah kind of social socialize differently so yeah I just like went on a tangent I don't even know what you asked but yeah oh, that was good okay <laughs> next question what is the most important lesson that you've learned this year oh this year I would say not letting any like narrative dictate who you actually are because I think it's in this space you can like hear so many things about you and have people like tell stories about you that aren't true and like things that you do that are and then you can let it like actually affect how you move and how like how you're how you live your life like subconsciously because you're constantly like they said this they said that like I've mm-hmm. completely like I don't read anything about me online I don't name search like I don't read a thing because honestly it's none of my business mm-hmm. what other people say about me is none of my business I think it's just really hard when it's written in words and I think that like really took a toll on my mental health my life And then when I stopped reading and I like just focused on myself and like being the most authentic version of me and stopped like letting narratives actually like control my life and like also like like doing acting differently because of what people were saying, like I became free. Like Mm -hmm. that's been my biggest lesson this year is like just like I can't let any anyone like like dictate or affect my life that like negatively. I love that. That's been like a major thing for me. Thank you. Good. That's really, really good. I think you guys also like can probably relate like you've been doing this since you were, you know, a teen, like teens. So it's pretty crazy how much, you know, I even say like it's an emotional exchange reading comments, whether it's good or bad, just making sure that you're taking care of yourself in that way and making sure like those comments aren't like actually affecting your life. It's hard, but Mm-hmm. It's a skill that you can learn to do. And I'm still learning, but don't like self-sabotage. You can self-sabotage, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so easy. Although it's easier said than done, it's more of a reflection of the person who is saying things than it is you. Because 100%. I could never, ever picture being so obsessed with somebody and their life and picking apart every little thing that they do and sitting behind my computer and writing about it all day with hundreds no, of other I people. No, I literally couldn't. You know what I mean? It's just like, 
when you really actually sit down and think about it, it's the weirdest thing <laughs> to me. Like, no, no it's really, really thing ever. weird. I actually think in a few years it's going to be illegal. And I think that it you're not going to be able to post. It should yeah, be. I think that you're not going to be able to post things online without your IP address being attached to it. So when you say something, you say it with your chest. Because I think a lot of these people like say things and say the most vile things because they can hide. Like, you know, they feel like they can almost like step into like another world and like be a, like, you know, like the, the kind of, I don't know, it's crazy, but I think it's going to be illegal because it's actually like, it's, if, I actually think that like, you know, gossip is one thing, but then there's like harassment and um, bullying. Like it's bullying. Yeah. It's like a, scary. I feel like it's changed like this. I don't know. It's just changed so much. There's a space for people to, to like go online and whether it's in like comments or like it's allowed, right? Like why is this mm -hmm. allowed? So I'm interested to see like how that changes because the internet is pretty new. When you really think about, you know, how, you know, all of this, it's all pretty new. So I think that there will be laws about it soon. Yeah, soon. I think so too. But it's sad because it's gonna, like something really major is gonna have to happen before there's a change. Mm -hmm. yeah. I feel like that it's always like that. But Which is sad. Like it is yeah. sad, but anyway, on a lighter note, how do you have so much self-confidence? That was a question that got a lot asked of people were asking. I feel like the first thing I think about when people ask me that is that at a very young age, I was like celebrated, celebrated for like my accomplishments for like how hard I, I worked as an athlete and and it was all about like what I how I performed and how hard I worked and I had nothing to do with like my appearance and I feel like I developed a personality before I developed like an ego about like anything so my when I walk into a room my confidence really like has not that much like with the way I look like obviously I like looking nice but I'm confident in who I am as a person and a partner and a friend and then confident in how I look on the outside. And well, I, I feel, feel like, like it all stems from within. Like when you start, yeah. like, when you come off as like confident within yourself and like feeling good, like being who you are, that's when it shows on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I just really, I take pride in like my heart and, and who I actually am. Like let's strip away like vanity and social media. If I had none of that, I know that I, I know who I am. And I've always known who I am, which I also think is a little bit maybe of a personality thing, but just like that I can go skiing and I can use my body and I'm like strong and I can like do things and do that stuff makes me feel like really confident and good about myself. And I like love my hobbies and I love that I like to cook and I have interests that are so outside of things that like anyone can take away from me. Like, you know, if you really think about the like, compliments that I get, that's like, oh, you're so beautiful and all these things. It's really nice. But the compliments that I love the most and that like feed me the most are things that have like nothing to do with that. And I think that um, just like making sure that you're taking care of like your like soul. I know that's cheesy, but like those parts of me. Um, yeah, that yeah sense? that's true. And it really shows through your content and your presence on social media that you just you have a lot of awareness like with yourself and like, mm -hmm. you know what you want and you know what you like and you just are very like authentic. Thank you. Last question. Well, there was a question on what inspired you to move out of the city, but I feel like you touched on that. Yeah. And yeah. And when you were on Nantucket, you realized that. Yeah, I just saw, I like saw my content. I was so proud of my content there. Well, because also that's looking at it in like a my career perspective, you know, like career wise, I saw that I could do it. But I always think I could do it. I just think I had to believe in myself and um, follow my heart because I had been not following my heart for a long time. And I think that that was hurting me more than anything. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I've gotten so many DMs since leaving the city of girls being like, I want to do this so bad. People make fun of me for moving back home during COVID, you know, etc. And I think that taking us like taking that step back actually isn't a step back or like choosing a slower life is actually not. And I think Maggie, you can probably talk about this too, because like a lot of people I see ask you at these events, like, why haven't you moved to New York City? Why haven't you moved to LA? Like, you know, and you're just like, I'm good in Boston. Like, I like the quality of life here. And I feel like you've stayed really true to that, which I find really cool same thing with Emma like we've dabbled but like you guys have never like truly left so I think that's really cool and you'll probably have so much pressure to leave so like it's just knowing what's actually good and what like will actually make you happy and like feed the good parts of your life in you okay what last is question. I thought that this one was so funny so this question is for both of you and you guys each can answer this but what have been your pet peeves with living with me <laughs> Yeah, wait, okay, uh, Emma, you were the easiest person to live with. (laughs) This isn't even a pet peeve, this is just something funny. You, like, drink more water than anyone I've ever met, and you have, like, glass bottles around, like, an array of glass bottles around the house. Like, her car is constantly clinking and clanking because there's just, like, glass bottles, like, rolling back and forth. And it's, like, the big, the big, um, what's that brand? It's not even a pet peeve, that's just, like, love, like, it's just, like, silly. Yeah, I can't go anywhere without a water bottle. (laughs) I don't think I ever had a pet peeve. You're very self-aware, Emma. Like, you're very easygoing and self-aware. And, like, that's that's all. To be a good roommate, you just have to be self-aware. Yeah. I feel like you keep to yourself. you. You would, like, go in your room and do your thing. You know what I mean? You're not one of those roommates that, like, wants to sit on the couch and, and like, be talking every second. No, I'm not You're at not, all. like, at the end of the bed, like, how is your day? Like, let's talk, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, let's go have a dance party in the kitchen. You're like, no, like, let me go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, literally. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That is all that we have. Thank you so much for joining us, Paige. Yeah, so of course. Fun. Thank you, guys. And you like let everybody talk, know where they can find you on social media. So Paige Lorenz on everything, pretty much. Um, and Dairy Boy is my brand, if you want to check that out. But yeah, thank you so much for having me on. I love you guys a lot. And this was fun. It was easy. You're like, I feel like it's been an hour, but. I know. Like I know. That was great. It was a lot of fun. And thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. And make sure to subscribe and listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we will see you guys next week.